funny. <clears throat> Why aren't we doing Facebook today? Just uh, um, that's because uh, the master Dave, he's the one that knows how to do the. Uh, I don't know how to do it, uh, and he's on holiday. Uh, it's not happening. Uh, that's all right. I just wanted to know. All right. So good morning, everyone from California. Paul Alcoholic. Nice to see you. Uh, if there's anybody new here, could you raise your hand? No? All right. Well, I, I want to... Uh, Arnie and Ian raise their hands. All right. So this is just a member's view, and it's mostly rooted in the uh, an idea about the root of the problem or the exact nature, not of the wrongs. Yeah, basically the exact nature of the wrong, which is what allows the exact nature of the wrongs. So, um, and that is basically uh, captured by a statement on page 64 in the big book. And so basically all the reflections on suggestions, they come from experiences and stuff like that. But through the view uh, that's uh, represented by the sentence or two on page 64, the third paragraph, and it goes like this, being convinced, which is a requirement for the first few steps, uh, being convinced means one of the definitions, believe, believe with certainty. So he says, being convinced, so basically the, uh, that should be already in place, that, that what? That self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Yeah, so being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So there's us and then there's self. So knowing it or not knowing it, Bill W. presents it as something foreign to us. And that foreign agent has defeated us through its manifestations. He says, if we're convinced of this, we are now going to look at its, meaning self's, common manifestations. And then the first paragraph after that is resentment. So basically, this is one of the many ways, I guess, but this is the, this is the one I have uh, been drawn to of doing an inventory and looking at the whole program from this idea that something sort of has taken us over and has used us for transportation and that we're in a, a mistaken identity with it where its manifestations are constantly being called our manifestations and to me this is the ongoing root of the bondage of self that continues before and after sobriety yeah, so the bondage of self uh, may be contained and may be minimized a little and diminished and its flamboyancy may be put in check, but the bondage of self continues uh, even in, re even in the, uh, the process of recovery from alcoholism because I don't see alcoholism as the root of the problem. I see alcoholism as an amplification of the root of the problem and a very specific type of amplification. It doesn't amplify all the qualities that we can express. It amplifies a certain strain of the qualities, sort of like vindictiveness, jealousy, being right, uh, sense of entitlement, all of these, it seems to really amplify those. 
it doesn't seem to amplify compassion, empathy, concern for others and stuff like that. <laughs> but where all the, uh, that stuff that's being amplified or non-amplified is coming from is to me the act of being identified as something that we're not. And uh, I'm sticking to that. <laughs> I'm sticking to that story because it hit me. Uh, I read this, I had read this sentence many, 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 many times. And uh, because I had the privilege of share, uh, leading fourth step workshops and which obviously the fourth step is centered in the chapter, how it works. So I ran, read this many, many times and I had seen the word self and us many times, but this one time uh, had a profoundly different effect of reading the word self. I saw it as something truly foreign to me. I don't know really what I am, but I can learn what I'm not. So I saw that I wasn't this idea that's captured by the word self or this activity. And as soon as I saw it as not me, a possibility became available, which is I can be free from it. Now, was I free from it inherently at, in all senses and sizes at that exact moment? I could say on one level, yes, but then on another level, no. But the possibility that had been smothered by my being identified as self and how it was smothered by that is my wanting to be free was as a self. And I would keep running into the statement in our program, self can't get out of self, but it was super confusing because I didn't see it as self getting out of self. I saw it as Paul getting out of self and I figured I could get out of self if I'm not self. But I didn't realize that there's not only the idea of self, but there's an identification as self that's saying it's seeing the idea of self. I had no idea of that little second lock. I thought I want, I saw the first lock, all right, self, self is what has defeated me. And I want to get a key to unlock that and escape from there. I didn't see the second lock, which is the identification as self being masqueraded as Paul all day. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a rude awakening in a way. <laughs> because Paul's whole life was trying to get out of Paul or get out of self since I've been about six, really. I tried various methods. Some I was a little more devoted to than others, like drug addiction and shit. But I still tried a lot of methods and I never seemed to succeed for long. And I never get established in a new way. I never got a new freedom or a new happiness before recovery. I never got a new attitude and a new outlook. I basically got additions or subtractions of the same old, same old. And because I had no idea what I was assuming to be wasn't me. Yeah, it was just blew my mind. So my whole program, because I was in AA at this time, I had about nine years, I guess, eight years, so I had a way of life, but that whole way of life was seen in a whole new light. It was incredible, really, and that new light has been consistent ever since. Now it's over 32 years. So, uh, and it's allowed Paul 
uh, to travel lighter, not through uh, the workings of Paul, but something doing for Paul what Paul couldn't do for itself, which has been the whole basic experience of perhaps the better way in my life, tell you the truth. So uh, from this revelation and then seeing its application in 20-something years, uh, I've come to this, these, these, these views and I'm just, I have a platform to share them and I'm sharing them with members of the same tribe I'm in because we have all the ingredients to recognize what we're not. We just need an understanding about the activity of being identified as what we're not. And if you get that through this meeting, that's fantastic. And then it's just like a shoe. You put it on, and if it fits, you wear it. And for me, it fit perfectly. And uh, it explained a whole lot. And I got a lot of relief, especially because uh, I saw a lot of the dilemmas that I thought were going to end after I got sober that migrated into sobriety didn't come from alcoholism. They came from the bondage of self. And the bondage of self was quite healthy. Uh, it was lived thriving in a way in, in the process of recovering from alcoholism. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I had no idea that the alcoholism wasn't really the root of the problem. I didn't. And so I thought like when I stopped using Coke, I wasn't going to do what I used to do on Coke. And it was a rude awakening my first year that I was doing the same shit without the Coke that I did with the Coke. So, uh, yeah, this has been incredibly revelatory to me. And I don't see me as any different than you because I think we're categor categorized by that sentence as the us. There's no specific you and me, it's us. So it says being convinced that self has defeated us. So I feel like one person's freedom can be applied to everyone else's freedom, for sure. Because if it's a foreign agent or a pathogen or a parasitical movement or a demonic possession, whatever you want to call it, uh, and we're not that, then we can be free from it. We can. A day at a time, for sure. And maybe it will even stabilize. Where if you take out the underlying uh, Petri dish for, that alcoholism thrives in, if you lose interest in self, it weakens the possibility of active alcoholism. It does. Because the alcoholism thrives on self. It does. It feeds off of it. It, it amplifies itself. It grows in there. So alcoholism needs... It's sort of like a, something like a fungus. It needs a surface to grow on. I think the identification as self is the surface, and then the alcoholism grows on that surface. What would happen if you removed or weakened or lessened or the surface? Then alcoholism couldn't... It's sort of like, um, you know, a bird needs to push off to take off. What would happen every time that bird tried to push off, there was nothing to push off of, it wouldn't be able to take off, yeah? This is sort of what, when you get relief from the bondage of self, you're taking the undergirdings away from alcoholism, yeah? You're taking what alcoholism feeds on and grows in away. 
And therefore, uh, you can have a daily experience or a daily state of the problem doesn't exist for you anymore. You know, a day at a time. I think that's a real possibility. So that's the whole point. Yeah, there's people that know the book way better than me. They can go over every sentence. They know the definition of every word. And it's cool to go to those things. I'm just putting this out because I didn't hear it out in, the, in my community. I never heard it. And uh, I feel uh, it's worthy of investigation because if you are sober and there's, uh, there's still irritability, restlessness, and discontent, uh, I would think, I would say that's not coming so much from the alcoholism, that's coming from the bondage of self, yeah, in my view. And I think that, I don't think alcoholism is the bondage of self, I think the bondage of self allows alcoholism to grow, basically. So we become extreme examples of self-centeredness, but the bondage of self is just self-centeredness, you put self-centeredness with alcoholism, you have an extreme example of self-centeredness. Yeah, so what would happen if you lose interest in self? I would think it would weaken the possibility of being taken over by active alcoholism a day at a time. All right, so I'm happy to see everybody and open the gates, release the Krakens. All right. We don't have any questions. questions if you have a uh, if you have a question, please raise your hand, um, and then we'll get to you. If not, I have ideas. I don't know. Oh, we have one from Ian G. Ian G. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself, and you can ask. Hello, mate. Uh, I'm Ian. I don't know how to announce myself. The first time on your meeting, a friend of mine, Jono. It's got me in here, but um, my question is, we talked about resentment. Um, I've just been in resentment for like three weeks and it cripples me to the point where I'm a year, I'm a year in, I've got a year sober. Um, I've gone through the steps and I do work my program, but a resentment absolutely cripples me to the point I want to drink. Um, there's a thing called a death by duvet that I've been told around here and I literally spent a couple of days in bed because if I, I thought to myself, if I get out of bed, I'm going to have a drink and it, my safest place was to stay there. But my question is, how would you deal with a resentment this far on for me? Because I go within and it attacks and then I try my methods to get out of it and then I'm back in it and it just circulates and circulates. Uh, it's the anger that builds up inside me, the rage um, I've identified that myself as issues, and I am working on that. However, um, if if you could give me an idea of how something worked for you, maybe if you had got an answer for this, uh, it'd be much appreciated. Well, thanks, Ian. Well, you've done an inventory around it, yes? I've done inventory around uh, my anger um, and the situation. No, the resentment, the resentment itself. Yeah, I've got a resentment, and I've got a part to play in that. I do, but what baffles me is I'm stuck in blame. Why would this person do this? Why would that? But also, I've got a part to play. But it's that blame, it's that victim that I struggle with. Well, yeah, that's the justified, that's the justified anger. You have to ask uh, if you have, Ian, this is, again, this is, uh, 
a higher power reliance program, not a self-reliance. So it sounds like you feel justified in the anger. And so basically you have to ask that power to reconfigure that, to change that. Yeah? It's not just enough to do the inventory. You have to ask that power that you've met in this program, through this program, to take it or reconfigure. Yeah? So it's not only of resentment, but the resentments give is uh, getting more, let's say, life or more length by the justified nature that you believe it has. Yeah. Is he there? Uh, let me find him. Looks like he was muted. Uh, Lebowski, we're going to keep those guys unmuted so they can talk. Let me find you. Sorry about this. Ian, unmute yourself and then you can respond. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to mute it. Yes, I was trying to answer, mate. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. It, I do hand over and all that and it eats. It still just eats away. Um, I'm trying to... Then Sort of get out. You've got to do, if possible, try to do something for someone else. Yeah. Get out of that little uh, bad neighborhood up there. Yeah. I'll, and take uh, action. Yeah, I will say to you as well, I, um, I had some meditation and it came to me that I'm not giving back. I'm, I'm well in self, like you're saying. I wasn't being selfless and that was a part. I'm usually a selfless person. I do a lot of service and that seems to have ceased. When I got in that mood, I go within and then it's like a hate comes over me and I don't want to give back. That's, that's why you need to take action. So it's not a, enough to know you need to take action. It has to have the next step, which is taking action. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and to lay in a bed all day with a justified res <laughs> anger. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, you need to sort of get, you gotta, uh, you know, alcoholism works in isolation, yes? It likes to have its prey, P-R-E-Y, alone, so it can feed off of it better. So you need to, uh, yeah, take an action, get out of, do a, make yourself available to someone else, or just learn how to distract yourself. I watched a lot of lousy movies the first year I was sober. Yeah. <laughs> and I made my bed quite a lot, and I did a huge amount of laundry. I did. I had the very clean clothes because anytime something, because you don't have a resentment, the resentment has you, yes? So basically, in the beginning in recovery, the disease is still the dominant influence. Now we're in a, a meth, we're in a, you know, perhaps there's a better way, but the, the disease's gravitational pull is still very, very powerful. And we get sucked in seemingly into it more often than not. But as, as long as you don't drink and use and stay on the operating table and don't play doctor and don't get up, yeah, that gravitational pull will weaken as the strength of the higher power gets stronger and larger. It's just, the, that's the, perhaps there is a better way. Like recovery progresses, just like a disease progresses, recovery progresses, yeah? So you're right now in, see, when we have 
justifiable anger, the head has been talking to us and telling us that fucker did this and that, yes? So we're in the act of being identified with the alcoholic thoughts. We think they're fucking, we don't see it as false evidence. We believe it's validated evidence, yeah? And I'm freaking pissed, yeah? This has to be broken and you and I can't do it. The higher power through the auspices of the program will do it. Yeah, we have to stay in that sense of being powerless because that's where the power comes from. Yeah, it's not. See, when you're when you admit powerlessness, you're not in the sense of powerlessness. You get in the sense of power. Yeah, it's when you're in when you're denying the powerlessness, then you have the sense of powerlessness. Then shit doesn't work out. Then people don't do what I want. Yeah, so. I haven't had an experience of powerlessness in a long, long time because I stay in the admittance of powerlessness. Yeah. It's when I exert power, I'm guaranteed to have an experience of being powerless. <laughs> so, yeah, I would just check out, I would do look at the justifiable anger, work with your sponsor, learn ways of getting out of yourself. Yeah, not through the self, and then try to be of service. And, you know, this thing will weaken. Just don't fucking act out on it. It yeah, has, has weakened off. You know, I'm coming out the back side of it. As you said, um, I'm getting out there now. I've got a bit of structure back um, service, and that's where it is for me. I just don't want it to creep back again and have that experience again because it's not a very nice feeling. And, and I, I push you now, off. That's great, though, Ian, because now you have a demonstration. You were able to live through it and not drink. So yeah. fucking honor that power that allowed that to happen. Yeah, sweet. Nice one. That's an incredible victory. Yeah. Tell you the truth. Before, yeah. you would have gotten loaded, yes? Yeah, this is the first upset I've had in basically a year. I've been on that pink fluffy cloud and then bang. Just there you go, but you made it through so far. So there you go. Honor the demonstration. Yes, um, happy days. Yeah. One thing that we need to get into is to remember to honor when that which is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves does for us what we can't do for ourselves. Honor it. I mean, that's, I see that as something that a lot of people miss because the head will, we, it, the head will forget a miracle in a half an hour. But it will fucking go over and over a resentment for 50 years. You can't rely on the head. You can't. It's where the problem resides. So. Great stuff. Yeah. Thank you for that. No, take them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. And yeah, congratulations. You made it. You've learned that you can face life successfully. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Do we have any more questions? If you have a question, please raise your hand. James, if you see anybody visually what? raising their hands, we can do that too. I actually wanted to, uh, you know what? I don't see anybody. Is it, does anybody okay. want to wave if they can't put their blue hand up? Because I, there we go, Jono. Okay. Jono. I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself. Paul, is it okay? And I'm sorry so, for muting you, Ian, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you hear me. <clears throat> Hi, Paul. Um, what, what, what he was just saying there, um, honor these victories. 
Um, that, that's something I've learned over the past year or so myself. Because um, before, like you say, we could forget a miracle in half an hour and, do you know what I mean, go back to our old selfish ways. We're learning these little, these little victories. It's, it's fucking massive. That, that, to me, is growth. And um, when I was speaking to you last week about now I could see the policeman, so to speak. Um, so when, when I first see what I wasn't, when I did my step five and, and so on, I was still in self and want that, or a part of it, before I could see, before I could see what was looking itself, basically. Yeah. Or just gone a little bit further back and think a bit more. <laughs> you can't get to the second, though, without seeing the first, so. Yeah. The first is necessary, is important, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still find myself yeah. occasionally in, in self, but I don't notice it until I like I'm notice myself out of it when I when I look back. Like it feels like I'm I'm seeing these little swell ups of um self, if you get me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially quick reactions. Um, but they're not they're not they're not lasting anymore. Um I can notice it quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine could you imagine being self most of the day and then noticing sometimes you're not. <laughs> now it's switched and you're not that, noticing sometimes you take yourself to be it. That's a huge shift. Yeah. <laughs> huge shift. <laughs> I mean, seriously. We were out to lunch. I had no idea what was going on, yet I had thousands of ideas about what was going on. All fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there would be moments very fleeting that that there was light most of the time was complete darkness so it switched around now you have a basis of light and then there's little dark spots that appear fucking far out <laughs> that's a huge shift it feels like it was false life appearing real <laughs> at one point yes yeah See, I mean, it's unbelievable because, but the head has the same story, both sides. The head will not align with the light. It isn't. It's going to try to forget the light. It's going to try to emphasize when the dark spot is and make that seem super important. And you can hear it in shares. People share about the light and then but, B-U-T, and then they go back into a little, they were five minutes in the darkness, but they want to talk eight hours about it, yeah? They've been in light all day, a little bit of black, a little dark, oh, and they're on the phone talking to everyone, selling it to everybody, yeah? It's insane. I mean, the whole, many of us, the whole thing has shifted around, yeah? We're traveling lighter, and then occasionally we travel heavy instead of completely heaviness. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, what did they used to say here? They say, you drop an alcoholic into heaven, it would be hell in a day. Yeah, that's the alcoholic mind. It doesn't have much fucking, uh, you know, it just wants more, or, you know, or it thinks it deserves less deserves less of the darkness. When is it going to be completely gone? Jesus Christ, have some gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> the current has been changed. I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, the momentum has been freaking changed. That's unbelievable. Can you remember when I, when I came into AA, I was going like warp speed down. I got struck sober, and the next day I pulled out and I was going up. There was no super huge crash. It should have been done. I should have been dead completely. But something pulled me out of that fucking death spin and took me up from this point on. And yet, what do you want to look at when you look out the fucking mental window? All you see is, oh, it's not enough. It's this, it's that, blah, blah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm just, we're, you know, I mean, you can say we're all miracles, but it doesn't matter. The joy is seeing it, sensing it. Yeah. This is truly miraculous. Yeah, that I can, that we can all sit here and pontificate about the problem instead of being neck up in it all fucking day. We can now, oh, let's talk about the problem. Let's diagnose the problem. Back before, we were completely pinned by the problem. <laughs> we were, we were, we, we, we tried to tap out, the thing just kept one, two, we were out, and it just kept, you know, going on and on and on. Now, the whole thing has changed. We can talk about, we can discuss it, we can look at it, we can see, hey, there's a possibility of being free from it. None of that was available before. Yeah? It's only because AA entered this freaking world in 1935. Truly. I mean, I was, I do a talk at a church when, when we used to be live. And the church would have a big chapel and they'd have a huge Bible out there. And sometimes it would it'd be turned to a page. So one day I walked over to it and it was on a psalm, you know, from the Old Testament. And in the psalm, they were bitching about winos. Even back then, what the fuck are we gonna do with these fuckers? Yeah, you know? yeah. Then suddenly in life, 1935, a download occurs. A new possibility enters this little bubble of self-centeredness. Yeah, and now people like us have the possibility of being free, a day at a time. Fucking hallelujah. Yeah, and we can pass it on. It's not such a unique solitary event we have a way of life and a program of recovery and people if they have a modicum of willingness can get sober yeah what if unbelievable unbelievable uh that possibility wasn't available for my grand fucking father yeah or the guy uncle fred that was put up in the little apartment above the garage oh that's just uncle fred you know or in sanitariums, or in jails, yeah, or in hospitals. That's what happened. No one knew how to deal with the shit. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so stoked. And then it gave us a possibility to look even further and see the real root of the dilemma, which isn't alcoholism, it's the identification as self, really. Yeah. Even our language, every time we talk, everyone talks about their resentment. But really, when you're living under a resentment, it's like the resentment has you, doesn't it? it doesn't, it's not like you're entertaining the resentment. It seems like you're at its house, <laughs> you know, involuntarily. And it's feeding you shit. And you're fucking taking it. 
But then we talk, oh, I have a resentment. No, the resentment has us, yeah? Alcoholism yeah. had us. It did. It had us completely, yeah? yeah? We did, oh, I have alcoholism today. Just like I, you know, I have a sunburn from being in the sun too much yesterday. No, alcoholism had us, yeah? But the language keeps, we talk as if we're superior to all causes and conditions, yet we're under the effect of causes and conditions all day. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. Thanks. Yeah. So, hey, listen. Yeah. That's why the whole dilemma really, to me, it's people think I'm, I'm harping on particulars, but there's a huge difference between a resentment and my resentment. Huge. Once the my is attached to the resentment, it gives it life. That resentment can thrive for 50 years in us. 50 years maybe, yeah? The resentment doesn't have that life. We give it the life through the my, through the identification as the one who has the resentment. That's how the resentment thrives. If you take the one away, a resentment can be dealt with. It will dissipate. It doesn't have last ability. We breathe life into it by identifying with it. Yeah? And I'm tired of people constantly talking to me about their resentments, their fears. They're not yours. It, the fear has you. You do not have the fear. <laughs> if you do have the fear, ask it to fucking leave. <laughs> Yeah? You know, it doesn't seem to be listening to you whatsoever, does it? Because it knows where the real power lies, and it ain't you. The only time that little dog that's masquerading as a big dog is only going to recognize its littleness when you introduce a really big dog, and it ain't us, it's the higher power. Yeah? Then the little dog rolls over and fucking becomes a little Mika, yeah? A little more subdued. It's not shitting all over the living room anymore and eating up your pillows every day. It starts behaving, not virtuously, begrudgingly, yeah? Because something, the only thing that little power respects is a greater power. And when the little power has us, we're not accessing that greater power. We're under the, the little power is now the greater power to us. It is. So we might as well fucking speak about it as that. Alcoholism had us. We do not have alcoholism. Yeah? Resentments had me. Fear had me today. I didn't have fear. Fear had me. Yeah? Anger got me. When I acted out last night, I didn't have anger. Anger had me. It used me for transportation. And I fucked up. And now I have a five-year sentence. Yeah? Let's be honest. Let's really... How are you going to know what's going on if you don't know what's going on? I mean, ser seriously. So this whole, this is just the one way of looking at one step, really, and then let it expand. Are these my resentments or are they manifestation of self in my life? I take the latter. I go for the latter one. Yeah. These resentments aren't mine. They're manifestations of self in my life. Oh, that's not, there's no difference. It's a huge freaking difference. Yeah? 
It's a huge difference. Yeah. That's so, if, uh, oh, I've heard this before. This is the same. No, maybe you haven't. Listen. Every time I was conducted by someone in the program to do, a, to win, do an inventory, it was to look at my resentments, my fear, my that. Unknowingly, we, I was being misdirected, and I misdirected others. And it's time to correct it, my feeling. Because I'll tell you, you have to see, just like AA gives us that first wave of change, which is to see your role in things. You have to see your role in things called resentments and fear. Why is fear constantly, why is it the corroding thread running through the fabric of your life? Because you're calling it yours. Yeah. And where does the fear arise from? It doesn't, it arises from self-reliance. It didn't say it rises from you. It says, why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Yeah, we've relied on what we're not, and it has provoked anxiety and fear. That's, that's the diagnosis right in the book. That's, it just said it. He says, why are you in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Now, how much more reliance on self could you be than being identified as it? I mean, that's, you've, you've, you've given yourself up completely to it. You're identified as it. You've taken on its manifestations as your manifestations, yeah? You're living for self. The parasite has convinced the host that it's the host. It's, it's, it's a fucking unbelievable parasite. Could you imagine in the world of parasites, that would be that parasite that could completely convince the host that it's the host would be like the fucking had the it would have the most credibility in the parasite world. It would be like the Michael Jordan of parasite. You know what I mean? Everything else would look up to it. Wow, how the fuck did you do it? Well, they're pro- they're pretty easy to take over, really, but. <laughs> Right in plain sight. (laughs) I want to be free and then disclaimer as that. (laughs) I want to be right as that. (laughs) I'm going to be right and alone as that. I'm going to be left, left holding the, ball, the bag, not as that. <laughs> I'm going to be in jail. It ain't. <laughs> I'm getting a divorce. It isn't. <laughs> it's crazy, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm We get stuck with yeah. the consequences. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, we get the consequences. The judge, the, oh, judge, I'm sorry. I was taken over by self. Oh, yeah? <laughs> You're still going to jail for 40 years. <laughs> uh, but really, if you honestly sat down and went over with a sober assessment what it was like to be under the influence, you know something had you. You know it. You were driven to do shit you could never even come up with in your head. I would never have thought I would have been 
combing a rug looking for anything that appeared to be coke-like, cocaine-like, fucking for hours, you know, and then trying to fence off my little segment where someone else was trying to encroach on my side of the rug, yeah? Who would have thunk you'd ever end up there? But I did. <laughs> I just don't see how you can keep thinking, oh, you have something, a little thing like alcoholism. <laughs> no. Some fucking monster took us over. <laughs> Man, well, thanks, Jono. Nice. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> thanks a lot for your question, Jono. Thanks a lot, Paul. Uh, we have uh, several more questions. The next person is Julian Rose. Julian, I am going to ask you to unmute yourself so you can ask your question. So you have to, yeah, you actually have to unmute yourself. So there you go. If you're having trouble, Julian, I can come back to you. Give it just one more time. See if you can unmute yourself, Julian. Okay, we've got some technical difficulties. Um, I have a question for Marnie. Marnie, did you have a question or no? You were the next in line. Do you have a question, dear? You gotta unmute. You have to unmute. You'll have to unmute yourself, dear. I'll ask you to unmute. You have to unmute yourself. Did you get that? No, no, it's not. Can't hear you. Okay, okay, I can see okay, you. There she is. Uh, oh, unmuted. Okay. One more time. Oh, okay. There she is. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Sorry. It was saying the host is not getting question by now. Okay, hmm? just just let me get this off my screen. Okay, well, there's so many thoughts that you've uh, you've just brought out that my head is swimming, but I just need some clarification on um, bondage of self. So when you talk bondage of self, you're talking about being um, self-centered. You're talking about handling everything yourself. You're talking about being the driver of the bus. And is what you're saying that all that needs to stop and it needs to be handed over to your higher power? Is no. that what I'm understanding? No, no. Those are examples of it. What I'm speaking about the bondage is the identification as self. I don't, I'm not with you. Well, the identification as self is the feeling of being the one who did something or didn't do something, yeah? So whatever you did, you could give you 800 examples or whatever you didn't, 800 examples, there's still the sense of being the one that did or didn't do all that. That sense of the one, I think, is manufactured. I don't think that's what you are. I think it's an identification as self. Yeah, it's a feeling. In other words, let's say here, you win, right? You lose, but there's only seemingly one who won and one who lost. It's the same one, yeah? 
I did yeah. something, I didn't do something. It's the same one that did it or didn't do it. That's what I'm talking about is that. Are you actually that which you're taking yourself to be? I think it's manufactured in the head and reinforced in the head, tell you the truth. Yeah, I still... You want to, I, I, if you want to look at it in a more, like a broader thing, uh, we are of spirit, not of mentality, not of physicality, yeah? And okay. I would rather have, see, the cart of physicality and mentality is there, but I'd rather have the horse of spirit in the right place. I don't want the mental and physical to be masquerading as the horse when it's a fucking cart, right? I want the horse to be in front of the cart. In this case, the horse being before the cart. So the way I have a sense of what I am as spirit is to see what I'm not as a mental idea. Yeah? And how do and I, I see what alcohol, I'm not? Yeah, alcoholism gives you a great example of it because I don't know how it went with you, but when I came into recovery, uh, in hindsight, I had a very thick sense of terminal uniqueness. So I didn't think anyone thought like I did. I really didn't. I thought these were my thoughts. They're very weird thoughts. No one has them. No one has my feelings. No one does what I do. Yet I listened to yeah. people at AA meetings and they shared their feelings, their thoughts, and what they did, and I came to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts, or they're not my yeah. thoughts? This message is just taking that idea farther. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. So let's say, see, there's obsession with self, but to me, obsession with self is used to reinforce the identification as self. So the head seems to be obsessed with self all day. To me, that's reinforcing the, reinforcing the identification. It's not just fucking child's play. It has a job. Obsessing over you all day reinforces the idea it's you. Yeah. That's why we say thinking about others. When you lose interest in self and gain interest in others, you feel freaking better because now you're out of self, so to speak. Yes. Oh, I get you. Okay. I was self yeah. yeah. To not be, be self-centered then. To come out of self-centeredness. And yes. Well, it's like I remember Sandy Beach used to say with this stuff with resentments and stuff, you know, um, say the serenity prayer, go to a meeting, take a newcomer out for coffee, like meet with someone. Do more. Yes, that's a way of getting out of self. What we're speaking about is uh, a way of how getting out of self can stabilize is seeing your not self. <laughs> see, seeing, I, getting out of self <laughs> is still dealing with with the identification on the identification level. We want to go a little farther back. Yeah. And see, are you that which you think you are? And I don't feel you are. I, you know, I just don't. I, I feel like Paul was manufactured, yeah? Not by Paul, but by something, yeah? And uh, <laughs> I just, 
it's not a reliable thing. It's not something to rely on. It's a failed system. Self-centeredness, they, they came to that conclusion in the big book. Yeah. Why are we in so much fear today? Because self-reliance has failed us. So the identification as self is a failed system. It's not working for most of us. Yeah. Yeah, but we try to get out of self as self. So the system furthers itself through identification. Even though we know it sucks and it's failed, when we try to get out of it, we don't realize we're getting out of it as it. Yeah? So the, the system continues with us through identification. I don't believe people are seeing it. Yeah? Well, if you're trying to get out of it, you may not even know you're in it. Exactly. That's the whole point. Because yeah. that which is saying you're, i got to get out of it is part of it. Yeah, it's self trying to get out of self. Why do you think they came to that conclusion? A lot of people in AA that came before us through observation realized that's exactly what was happening. They've been trying to get out of self as self most of their life. Yeah? Yeah. That's, and how could that, the only way that could be the case is through the act of being identified. You'd have to be identified as self and then wanting to get out of self. To be caught in the net, self can't get out of self. What else could it be? It has to that's be an act of being identified. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that's, where, yeah, that's where you kind of lose me. Identifying of self and get out of self, that's where I kind of get muddled. Well, if you come back, maybe it'll hit you. It's not going to be... Uh, mm. I'll come back. This is just thrown to a very huge target. You can't miss, really. So okay. <laughs> just, just come back if you like and join us, yeah? I, f I feel like you need to dummy it down for me. I <laughs> know. Uh, we don't. Yeah. I'm eight years in the program, and I still feel you need to dummy it down for me. Well, you can't get out of what you're not in. How's that's dumbed down enough? Yeah, that's right, eh? <laughs> yeah. So that's why self can't get out of self because you're not in self. Again, you believe you are, but you're not. Yeah. Okay. See, this is beautiful, really. You can't get out of what you're not in. See, this is the dilemma. Our wanting to get out of self is based that we're in self. The freedom from that is realizing you're not in self. And then you realize uh, there's no need to get out of it, and that's really being out of it. Yeah. That's pretty dumbed down, eh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's too, it's too for thought anyways. So. <laughs> hey, honey, just come on back and enjoy the, enjoy the squares. Oh, I'll come back. I'll come right. back. I think right. you need to. <laughs> yeah, good, good. It's meant to fuck your head up a little bit. That's where the problem resides. Yeah, well, you sure did that. <laughs> there you go. And I've succeeded. That's good. All right, so next one. Thanks a lot, Marty. Thanks a lot, Paul. The next one, we're going to try Julian Rose once again. Let's see. Julian, there you go. If you can ask your question. You hey, can I say something, Kaiser, for a second? Can I say something? When I'm stating something, it's not what I'm stating. It's the feeling that I have while I'm stating it. That's the message. See, 
you may not understand what I'm saying, but I have a deep intimacy with what I'm saying. And I'm hoping that intimacy is getting expressed. You don't need to understand the words. You have to understand, and this is really dumbing it down. You have to understand the taste of relief. Yeah, the taste of relief that I'm trying to convey through a very weird mechanism of Zoom and language. But the taste is there. Every time I say it, I feel it. I feel the relief from the bondage of self. I'm hoping that's what's getting across, really. Yeah. Can you yeah. can you guys hear me now? Yes. Oh, cool. Hey, Paul. Uh, that's really what I wanted to say, man. I, I feel it. I wanted to say thanks right on. Um, that that's coming through for me um, in a big way. And uh, yeah, every, everything you're saying from the start. I mean, I, I feel fortunate because I think I came in through the back door of of who am I and oh shit, I'm that and and all that. And then as a as a consequence of that, the drugs and alcohol just stopped having a purchase to stopped having something to amplify as much. And so it's not, um, I'm, I'm still, still dealing with life and everything, but it's, it's through that, through that awareness. And so it all, it all makes sense. And, and going back to what you're saying about the bird in the hand, I mean, that's, that's the way I'm thinking about it a lot. And when Ian was talking about the resentment, I was thinking like, there's there's the resentment and then there's the idea that can come up that oh shit this resentment's a problem like and which is another way of saying like oh fuck this is my problem and it seems to me that the suffering really comes from that second part that oh shit this is a problem um rather than necessarily the resentment itself it's like that's where the you're holding out the hand and giving the bird something to, to push off yeah. of is that yes yes this see, is a problem my idea yeah. yeah see like AA in a way gives us it says like it's spiritual kindergarten so the the spiritual kindergarten is is finally we it gets pointed out to us and we feel it our role in things in a very superficial let's say level yeah oh the reason why that guy punched me in the face was I made eyes on with on his girlfriend a half hour before. Now, when I've shared the story, I forget that, and I just talk about a guy just came up and punched me in the face, yeah? But my role in it. Well, in a way, as a living event, we have a huge role, yeah? Coming from something other than the big book, there's a statement that you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's a huge activity going on, unbeknownst maybe to us, yeah? Mm -hmm. And you can see the weight of that by the word my in the English language. Whatever is preceded by my gets changed by my, yeah? Problem, my problem. Money, my money. Girlfriend, mm -hmm. my girlfriend, yeah? Life, my life. As soon as, and that's us. That's our role. We yeah, are represented yeah. by that my. It's not meaning us, meaning Paul, but as what we are as this huge activity, giving meaning and then trying to avoid being the giving of the meaning by blaming others and shit. It's just incredible. So AA is just a, a spiritual kindergarten so that we can get 
presented with the with the basic principle hey yeah the, your whole life is your role in things <laughs> you know, basically it's like it's i'm giving everything all the meaning it has what yeah how do i give a resentment a meaning by calling it mine <laughs> i've just given it 40 years of life yeah oh right yeah and we're, and we're miracle workers. I don't understand. We can't see the magnificence being demonstrated. I know it's like a, a like a cheap Paula trick, but the fact is, what's behind it is unbelievable. We're making shit out of nothing all day. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Yeah, we yeah. can. We can ruin. <laughs> we really. We can ruin a day called Monday by thinking about Thursday. No fucking animal does that. None. No fucking Labrador is sitting there ruminating and, you know, oh, today sucks because Thursday is going to be worse. What? No, they're not. They don't have that possibility. Yeah. But look at what's happening. It. What's directing it is making shit out of nothing all fucking day. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's, a, you know... And this is the weirdest thing. So then you enter a, a world of spiritual spirituality, right? And then they call certain events called intensives. You don't think today's intense enough? That I have to pay money to go to an intensive? <laughs> it's fucking intensive right now. I mean, and then we have retreat. <laughs> Jesus, you don't want to go on a retreat. You want to retreat from that which has to go on a retreat. Really? You're taking that Amen. which you'd like to have Amen. a retreat Amen. from with you. <laughs> you don't see it. It's insane. Yeah? It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we're, we're like it or not, like there was a great thing I think they uh, accredited to uh, the famous guy from South Africa who was in prison for a long, a long time. He says, the thing isn't about... Yeah, it, it's not about, uh, we're just playing small. We're afraid of being big, yeah? Yeah? We're afraid of being big because we are big. That's the fear. The mental state is afraid of what we are. It is. It's petrified of it. It sees itself as so tiny to what we are. It's constantly advertising to it all day about how small we are, yeah? It's ah uh, man. It's to me. It's slavery. I don't know, really. And uh, if this is slavery, I need more perks. Yeah. <laughs> I want more right, channels. Man. Thanks, thanks for getting want, to the root of it. <laughs> I want more channels on my cable. I want easier access to the beach. I want yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So of course, what's worse than the situation is the reaction to it. Yes, just like they say in a in uh, politics, the cover up is always worse than the crime. Exactly. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Right on. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks bro. for getting to the root of it, Bob. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Oh, I have to do it.
<laughs> Did you want some more questions? We have some more. I don't know how you're doing on time. I don't think I don't think ever in my life I wanted more questions, really. But hey, if there's more questions to be had, bring them on. All right. Yeah. Next, next question. Is, what? The next question is from Kerry Klein, my buddy in St. Paul. Oh, Saint Kerry. Paul. Yes. Kerry, uh, I asked you to unmute yourself. If you unmute yourself, you can. Yeah. Ask hey, you. thanks, Kaiser. Uh, thanks, guys. I've had way too long to. <laughs> sit with this question it sounds uh but i'm going to ask it anyways when in aa they talk about making amends and uh are those my amends or are they just amends just amends bro they're amends i'm i'm gonna tell you something Harry, or I'm going to share. The mental state cannot leave a verb alone. It always has to come up with a noun, yeah? Or an owner of it. There's just amends, yeah? I go there and I make amends. Yeah? And then, yeah. Of course, there's gonna the language is gonna call it my amends, but in actuality, it's making amends if you look at it. Yeah, thousands of us have done it, and each one probably said they were theirs. But thousands of us have made thousands of amends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really, haven't we? And if you looked at basically the amends, what they were about, there weren't thousand different. Uh, ideas because the parasitical drive that has taken us over has limited traits. It does this, it, it fucks people over, not in a like an infinite way, but in a fucking mechanical, you know, finite way. So the way you fuck people over looks probably quite a lot like the way this fuck people over. Yeah. But of yeah, course, yeah. we got to say it's my amends or whatever. It's just insane. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, another question. <laughs> on it. I don't know. How are you doing on time, Paul? You okay? I'm doing fine. I have nowhere to go today. All right. But this one later. is from iPhone... I think it's Syl Dixon. I haven't met you yet. I'm gonna ask you to unmute yourself. And see I see him, someone there. Yeah. Oh, I know him. He's, uh, he's from uh, Scotland or Wales. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the bus, so uh, it's a bit, you know. <laughs> and I was following what you said, and for the first time, it kind of clicked. Um, the feeling. I've been sitting on this question, so it's not going to come out very well. Um, the feeling of being the doer, the, the seer, the hearer, the one that claims it, is that the false entity? Yes. Okay. Now, that's the activity. That's the activity. There is no false entity. That activity claimed implies a false entity. But there is no entity. There's no true entity or false entity. Yeah, is it, but is that's it kind what of hypnotism. Like I didn't hear that last part. 
Is it kind of like a weird hypnotism? Yes. Well, that's the, that's what's the narration in the head's doing. Yeah. Does right, everyone okay. hear it other than you? Yeah. Yeah. Is We're all sitting in our own little mental porn theater, porno theater, getting fucked. Yeah. So that, <laughs> <laughs> not getting paid for it either. So all you can see, all you can see is I'm fucked. Well, yeah. That's great. What a relief. <laughs> but does this just apply to addicts or no. regular people as well? Yes. Wait, I'm waiting to get off this. Sorry, I, I was desperate to get this question in. Um, it's just clicked so much <laughs> when you were talking. Sometimes I find... Oh, hold on, please, one sec. I'm just getting off. This is the first time I've had a question with someone getting off a bus. That's pretty good. Oh, Jesus. Listen, I just went on a high street. Yeah. So, I know. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say for years, I was told to find the inner. The inner, the point to the chest. Most of these teachers and say the inner silence, and I just can't fucking get it, you know. But no, no, thing- no. You lose interest in the one that wants to find the inner silence. Then there's the inner silence. Okay, so that's going to be a hard trip because for who I've been like a heroin addict for fucking twenty years or something now. I'm off it now, and you've all the shame and guilt and all that. Well, this is why you need to get a get us. You need to get a sponsor in the program, and those things are the those things are the the debts and the currency of being in Rome. You got to do as the Romans do. You got to clear that shit up. Yeah, a day at a time. Yet you can have. You can clear that shit up. You can't. That shit will clear up a day at a time, and you'll grow in a, a in a sense of being in good hands. Yeah. And you no, know, in, AD, in recovery, it's a weird thing. Let's say you put like half a pound of pressure on it, and then it's responded with a thousand pounds of pressure. It's not. You don't do much, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- I, I used to go to a lot of meetings, but I didn't. I didn't actually have a sponsor, so I never actually did the steps. Yeah, I just oh, well, there to you go. Bro. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay, well, listen, man, thank you. Uh, that's probably stopped my confusion and and going chasing my tail. Well, good, so, bro. I'm happy to see you again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back, man. All right. Adios. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, my pleasure. Our pleasure. Anyone on a train or a plane or a cruise ship? Someone getting, you know, going through immigrations? Yeah, whatever. I only see one person parked in a car. I don't see any other vehicles. Someone's parked in a car. Someone's sitting in a garage. Fucking, uh... I don't see any more blue hands. Anybody want to throw up a blue hand? Oh, that would be great. No. 
I actually wanted to ask something, but I can't. Your blue hand. Oh, uh, you can ask it. Well, I um, <clears throat> I just wanted to say I um, was listening to the um to uh the fellow of iPhone Slickston uh, get yeah. off the bus, <laughs> and earlier in the meeting, like I had this sort of as they say overseas is penny drop while you were talking and i could remember um you know getting uh you know smacked up liquored up cracked up and going to settle scores that had to be settled you know i had these scores that had to be settled and of course you know the the the, the quick um you know the the quick arc was to be end up sitting in jail <laughs> And all of a sudden, all the scores that had to be settled didn't seem important at all. Like, I couldn't even understand why I'd even um, done all the things I'd done. And all of a sudden, like, I mean, I've been listening to you for a long time, but this, and what really triggered the need to share was listening to him talk about the guilt and the shame, because, you know, this, this idea that, that I'm accountable through amends for things I've done is one thing. But that I wasn't that that. But I was clearly, and I know this sounds like so cliche now, but it means something to me now. I was under the influence of a of a of a non-benevolent spirit <laughs> when I did all these things, and so I'm accountable for those things. But I that was I, I was a just a vessel for these the, the, these ideas that had me doing things that then once the consequences set in had no meaning anymore. I could easily sit on my couch in peace if they'd let me out of jail. Because <laughs> yeah. what was driving me before didn't, anyway, and then, you know, now I can have more benevolent spirits, you know, guide me, I guess, so to speak. It doesn't change yeah. the fact that what I am is, is, is neither of those. I'm not the cop or the policeman <laughs> or the thief, you know. No, no. And uh, that's great, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps there's a better way, for sure. It isn't perhaps. There is a better way. Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Now you just maybe need to have a little understanding about finite self and rec be able to recognize it with the idea that it may not be you. Because we recognize it, but we usually call it us every time we're going to just want to change that because the recognition is there but it 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 gets it gets waylaid by the claiming so next time you start seeing it you'll see it as not you you'll see it as an activity and after a while it won't be seen as your activity you'll see it as an activity of something else yeah and there's no thing there, there's just an activity going on. And then new possibilities expand every step of the way, moving towards trusting something infinite. That's what happens, yeah? Well, something about that not being my amends, they're just amends that I'm responsible for making. For sure. Just gave me that, that dog head turn, that roof. <laughs> The, the my is, you know, really in, in the language, the my probably captures an unbelievable distribution of meaning that goes unnoticed in most people's day. Yeah. 
the, and we used to use the example of money, sex, and health, and then everyone would look at those words and there'd be a reaction, and then, all right, let's change the word without changing any letter in it. My money, my health, my whatever. Yeah, it changes everything. Where is that my echoing from? Not the health, it's us. It's, it's where we're at before everything we meet in this world. We're, and what has us is transferring meaning through the my to things. And some of those things get to capture us. We give them the ability to capture us. Like a resentment called mine, that resentment can capture us for 40 fucking years. Yeah? To the point you start believing you're a resentful person. Now, fucking unbelievable. Or the same thing, fear has you, it seems to have you long enough. Now you crown yourself a fearful person. Can you imagine that? And know what happens? Then the head gets invested in that. And then when, there's, when, when life demonstrates you're not fearful, you won't see it because you have a story now. You're a fearful, fearful person and that story is looking for evidence to reinforce the fucking story. This is the slavery of self, the bondage of self. Yes? Oh, yes. It cripples us. We can't reach as far as we could. We can't step as far out as we can. It fucking contracts us. You know, it just... And then, and of course, see, if you look at a failed system, let's say I'm a furniture uh, seller and I sell furniture and every piece I sell looks exactly like it looked when I sold it. It gets delivered on time and it's impeccable. Do I need any excuses, rationale, and blame to disguise my inability to deliver the goods? No, because I deliver the goods. Look at the head. The head completely is dependent on rationalization, excuses, and blaming because it failed. It doesn't deliver the goods. To disguise that fact, it blames you, it blames others, it says, oh, this, if my mother wasn't that, I'd be great now. It's all bullshit, all bullshit. System reinforcing the system, reinforcing the system. And then you, as the system, want to get out of the system, which is even a bigger part of the system. Yeah. We're totally aware, and yet we're not demonstrating any awareness. It's fucking unbelievable. We're totally awake, but we're not awake to a lot of fucking fucking false evidence in this life. We're totally asleep, taking it to be so. Yet we are awareness. We are consciousness. We are that. Yeah. Yet that seems to be pasted over, and we take ourselves to be something else all freaking day. To the extent now that which we are becomes a goal that maybe we'd like to work towards. Can you see the insanity of that? You and I are looking for what, we're using what we are to look for what we are. We are what we're looking for. It's insane. It's an insane situation. Thank God it isn't real, actually. exist but it doesn't exist as you see the real problem is when the problem exists as you 
the the problem exists for sure, but at when it exists as you, uh, you're really fucked then. So, hey, I like to end now on that lovely note. Maybe. You want to say your goodbyes, Paul? I want to say my goodbyes and my hellos. I'm hoping I'll see everyone again. Yeah. This always surprises me every day. We do these, yeah? It's an amazing living event. I love it. It takes me places, and uh, I get to see panoramic ideas, which I love. So, All right, say, James, nice to see you again. Ian G, nice to see you. Jono, always, yes. Mike Z, the main man. Mike O, the second main man. We got Rob, I guess, from Kentucky. We got Rob Farr, the UK. We got, what's this guy? Oh, Chris, Chris, my main man from Olympia. Nice to see you, Chris. Uh, we got uh, Paul, my, uh, my alter ego there with the shirt. Yeah, take this, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> we got Walter. We got Zoe. Nice to see you, Zoe. It doesn't look like you're in India yet. That's good. Kristen, well, in your heart, you're in India. Yeah. Kristen Dubey, I think. Nice to see you, Kristen. We got Gustav. Nice to see you, Gustav. Take it easy. You look like you're taking it easy. We got Michael. Always good to see you, Mike. Got a new, you always got a cool hat on occasionally. Sonny. Sonny, I know Sonny's been doing a lot of shit. Nice to see you. Say hello to your lovely daughter and everyone to us, Sonny. Dennis, I hope uh, things are however they are and you're doing okay with it. Yeah, yeah. We got Kerry, Kerry Klein. We got Beatrice. There she is. Beatrice. Hi, Jack. Sarah, thank Be you. Nice to see you, honey. We got Kurt, my main man in uh, Redondo Beach. I got to be with a lot of people, Kurt, down there. It was good. Yeah. Michael Stacy, yes, from Madeira, California. We got Jim and Trish. I only see Jim. Julian, I hope that's Jim. Julian, Mickey. We got uh, the iPhone. Uh, he's off the bus. That's good. Sean. 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 Sean off the bus. We got Leah. Leah, I hope you're traveling either there. Yes? Yeah, good. Oh, wow. We got Samantha from the UK. Nice to see you meet you, Samantha. Kaiser. Pleasure. Art. Art's got his glasses on. Yeah. The day's going to be bright, bro. It's going to be a very bright day for you, Art. Yeah. <laughs> we got Marnie. Let's keep it simple, Marnie. <laughs> we got Helen. We got hey, Mika. Mika, we had a very nice discussion last week. That's good. Marianne, where I just lost Marianne. There she is. She moved. Your squares move. Tofa, nice to see you, Tofa. Johannes, yes. Johannes, some of your facial muscles are rearranging. That's very good. It's a good sign. We got Rich. Rich, nice to see you, Rich. Yeah, over there. We got Teresa and a lot of other people and anonymous. I'm not going to say anything to them. And thanks so much. And we got thanks, meetings. Tuesday, we meetings Tuesday, Thursday, and then we have Wednesday, Saturday uh, on another topic, which is really the same topic.
So I'll see everybody then. Thanks. Thank Bye. You. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Mike Kaiser. Yes.